0: Pitt isn't the first movie star to come from the Ozarks. Springfieldian Cornhall Whitley ruled the 1930s action film scene with hits like In the Name of Vengeance, In the Name of Vengeance 2, Return to Vengeance, and Box Office Smash, Wacky Jack Goes to Stumpville, starring Whitley as Wacky Jack and Morton Limley as Sir Charles Bumpkins, right here in Hollywood, Springfield, Missouri. Got a lot of bird nests out here. <laughs> kind of heavy bird presence save that gold <laughs> live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the hammond's tower you're listening to spring food mo america's number one podcast about restaurants in springfield missouri my name is andy carr <laughs> my name is dan howell <laughs> and and i'm not
1: resting oh andy <laughs> why is that dan i forgot my identity i forgot who i am Mm. it's been keeping me up at night also i haven't yet eaten at every restaurant in springfield missouri it's been nagging at me for Mm. almost two years now sure
0: and that's just a little fun bit we're doing here for any first time listeners i don't like it actually dan Yeah, and i'm andy this is bad i don't like this at all i'm also not resting because i just had a big old bowl of biscuits and gravy at home i asked dan if he could come early Mm -hmm. and he
1: said no the gfs making biscuits and gravy
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean what what a better yeah yeah Yeah. i thought about just making up something uh but then you know i decided to just uh tell the truth Mm -hmm. (laughs) wish you lied (laughs) (laughs) we do have a special guest
1: today care to introduce yourself
2: yeah my name is tessa cooper Wow. And should I give my my little elevator speech about Please. what I do? Yes, or do you no, want to absolutely. Do nice. Well, I'm a freelance writer and photographer based here in Springfield and I primarily specialize in food writing and like lifestyle home things. I write for Feast Magazine and I take photos for them as well and then I do a lot with 417, um specifically their home publication. Um I also do stuff for like SBJ and just copywriting stuff like that.
1: Cool. Wow. Yeah, I'm you're excited the, to
2: be here today. You're
1: the last writer that hasn't been on the show. <laughs> yes,
2: I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was starting to get my feelings hurt that I didn't get invited. You guys
0: really? I, not really. Not really. You, not really. Fish, <laughs> and, you know, and we, we we were we were waiting until we had gotten all the I see the lesser you saved writers the out of the way. Frankly, I, I mean. see.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't want me to go and then someone to have to follow exactly,
0: me. Yeah. Okay. exactly. Yeah, and that's just respecting them. Mm-hmm. There are still a few newsleader
1: writers I would like to get on, but they're not like cool no. yeah. with the exception of steve one Poken. who i know listens <laughs> well steve Poken, the, the the
0: coolest cat around
1: yeah uh still would like to get greg would like to get i don't even know kate tonally tonally mm. i don't know if she's still around writing mm, uh, you know to do the food I, I, there. I don't like her work
0: tonally <laughs> oh gosh
1: mm,
0: good one <laughs> Anyway. I'm just kidding, Kate. I can just barely read. So I don't I I, pro- I probably have not read anything. Tessa mm-hmm. How did you get into
1: food writing?
2: So I actually studied public relations at Missouri State University, and I wanted to go into nonprofit. Or When I graduated, I started at Ozark's Food Harvest, which mm. I actually think it's cool that you guys uh, donate money to Ozark's Food Harvest. I thought that was really neat. That was just a really fun way to um, kind of learn all about the aspects of public relations. The only thing that I I realized is that with PR, it's like you have to wear all the hats. It's like there's kind of this big deal with public relations where you have to be good at everything. And nobody can be good at everything, in my opinion. So I really think nonprofit, though, is a great place to start out of college. And Ozarks Food Harvest was so nice to give me so many opportunities to try out photography, writing, graphic design, like everything that goes into the communication. And it was a lot of fun, but I started to realize that I was enjoying the photography and the writing aspect of my jobs the most. And I had planned to be at Ozarks Food Harvest for you know quite a bit longer, but I ended up just freelancing on the side to save up for our honeymoon. My husband and I were getting married, and we really wanted to go to Europe. So, just for fun, Where? I. Europe. We went to, um, <laughs> I, um, I,
0: am mean? not sure that,
2: oh, you don't know where that is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we went to Europa. Par-
0: <laughs> the moon of Jupiter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, that must be expensive. Why yeah. A work yeah. Yep,
2: I did. I did do a lot of <laughs> freelance work for that. Um, so I started with 417 cause I interned there, um, back in the day on their marketing side. Um, but I knew that they took freelancers and, uh, Katie Estes, the editor there, mm. she was so nice and, you know, took a chance on me and gave me a lot of freelance work. And with, Thought I was able to build my portfolio and show Feast Magazine, I just started to realize there's a really big need for this in the area. And I always wanted to freelance in the back of my mind. I thought maybe I would do it later on in life, but there was just a need for it here. And it just kind of started to take off. And I, I just feel really lucky to be able to make my own schedule and um, work with publications that let me do the photos and the story because I just love both aspects of yeah. it. Food is definitely my favorite photography subject. I hate the pressure of having to like tell people how to pose and things like that. <laughs> food, you just move it around the way you want and it's quiet. I still find quiet. it very
0: hard. <laughs> Andy's gotten yeah. really good at it. Ah, well, thank you. The
2: trick um, is to backlight the food, by the way. Oh, Always backlight ooh. the food. I learned that from Brandon Alms from 417 Magazine. He's such a good food photographer. I see his
1: name a lot. Yeah, I see your name a lot.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, oh. I gotta pay those bills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forgot I was gonna introduce you as a the author of two plates jpeg
2: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> man i don't know how that that happened <laughs>
1: just to tell the story real now, quick i was doing research for the pitch which is the place we're covering today and i saw the test i had written an article about the pitch and i clicked on her mm-hmm. name you can go see the most recent articles that the, uh, the author has written and one of them just said two plates jpeg <laughs> and it was just a just a photo. I think it wasn't anything mm-hmm. Tessa did. It was just some, I assume somebody that worked there. Yeah. It was a, a just a single image listed as an article. It made me laugh a lot, and I
0: texted it to her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's bullets are worthy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, was, I said Peabody. <laughs> that was my joke. Sure. I, I was thinking
2: more James Beard, mm-hmm. you know, more of a James Beard award. They're but... doing
0: photos now? They do photo awards?
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe. They should. Maybe. Oh, they absolutely oh, no. should. Yeah. They,
0: you know, they love to talk about how I'll be the uh, first one to get like one. That's like the first Thing you eat yeah. with is uh-huh. your eyes, and so with and your I, beard. I, well, yeah. No, I see this James Beard guy just uh, smearing asparagus in his eyes, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, man, just just get one of these photos. They're beautiful." Now,
1: Dan did take the reins this morning mm. for introducing the show, <laughs> and I he's did it really well too. Said something incorrect. Oh my god! Because we're actually recording outside of my backyard today. Oh yes, canonically, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: canonically and in rea- and in reality, which yeah. are th- the same thing. Well,
0: it didn't have anything to do with me not knowing that we weren't we're going to bring up that you we were recording in the backyard. Uh-huh. Uh, it was more that I'm just so used to hearing uh-huh. and being in the tower that it's like I uh, I drove to the tower first. Yeah, we're Today. trying to
1: do uh, safe, socially distanced recordings mm-hmm. this is one of the best ways to do it. We've figured out. In the backyard, feels nice. It's a really nice morning. Oh, it's great. But here's why I'm bringing this up. Last time, Lillian Stone said, "Right where you are, Tessa." Last time wow. we did this, and we had a discussion about Lurvey Park, which is the smallest park in Springfield that my backyard opens up into. Mm. Yes, listeners, come talk to me. I'm so lonely. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Just absolutely. announcing
1: where I live. This grill over here. This is a, this is a problem with living by a park. Is that people came and stole the propane tank mm. out of this grill now. Here's the thing, though. You ever have have a friend just say, uh, hey, you want to you want to take some of our trash? Mm. You want to take some of our trash and put it at your house? That's the deal with this grill. These people are like, hey, we've got this grill. Would you want to grow? We're going to get a new one. It's like, oh, sure. Why not? I just moved in. I'm sorry. This is a <laughs> huge waste of your time, Tessa. <laughs> I said, oh, sure. That's great. So they get it in a truck. You know, it's not easy to haul one of these things. It doesn't really fit. In the back of a hatchback mm, or something, it's wide. This dude like p- puts it in his truck, brings it over here, and uh, we load it up. He's like, "Oh yeah," and then like you need to f- gonna fix these three things before you use it. <laughs> it's like oh, I was gonna need new <laughs> gas lines. Uh, you're gonna have to uh, change uh, this burner here. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you just unloaded your trash oh, on me. That no. is what happened. So this has been here. There's a reason it's like covered it's in cobwebs and you. whatnot. Now I <laughs> had up to this point proudly, I'd, well neutrally identified myself (laughs) as a resident of the oak grove neighborhood Wow! last night i was hanging out in somebody else's backyard because that is just what socializing is now sitting in a backyard across from your (laughs) friends yep good old um, patios drinking a beer that they wiped down for you (laughs) my friend says oh you have to see this and she goes in and she grabs a magazine i think it was a park board magazine it's like a layout of all the neighborhoods in town turns out I don't live in the Oak Road neighborhood. Oh, no, I'm on Andy. the wrong side of the oh, cutoff. No. My street is the cutoff for the neighborhood. I don't have a name. My neighbor doesn't have a name. Wow, I'm a man without a country. Aww, uh, this so is not you're a sovereign citizen. Then. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it, I am. That's how this works. So, like the the three like city block sections north of here, like three or four miles, no names. It's like one of the only places in Springfield mm. doesn't have any neighborhood name. And we need a name over here. I don't know. I don't know what we're hmm. going to call it.
2: Smallest Park Neighborhoods. Lur- yeah. yeah. Yeah, why not? Lurvy Lur- Lur- Park. Seriously, that'd yeah. be great.
0: I say they name it after us. <laughs> Big yeah. Dummies
1: neighborhood. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, we're happy you're here, Tessa. Yeah, I'm uh, glad to be here.
1: Yeah, so Couldn't I guess... be
0: more excited. <laughs> yes definitely i'm I'm just so excited to like still have guests and have a way to do this Mm -hmm. and uh to still be getting such excellent guests andy Mm -hmm. i i figured we'd be scraping the bottom of the barrel by now (laughs) with how many great guests we (laughs) get but we're still getting the cream that rises to the top i'm so (laughs)
1: excited about the next few weeks worth of guests dan like really really stoked and not to tip our hand too much but uh we got somebody coming on next week, and I want to lead into this. This isn't exactly an announcement, but I want to lead into this by asking Tessa a question. Do you ever have the the subjects of your writing respond and not be happy with what you say?
2: Um, Are are they
1: critical of your criticisms?
2: Luckily, I kind of have this policy to do fact-checking on all of it. Sometimes I'll send a fact-check. Yes or no. True, false. I say, if this statement is false, tell me how to make it accurate. So sometimes people take liberties with that. Luckily I have just worked with amazing restaurants in the Springfield area. I'm just happy that feast their mission is to portray the food scene in a positive light. Mm. So they'll never ask me to um, write a critique Um, We just focus on the positive. I have had occasionally, you know, some sources outside of the Springfield area. It's actually, I've actually never really worked with any chef in the Springfield area that has been difficult, but you know, there, there's been some of those, those sources that come up sometimes. And it's just, I try to understand that it's like their baby, you know, they're building this business. I try to be really sensitive. I, I run into that, you know, in other subjects too, but I'd say the majority I'm really lucky To have them, and luckily I I can get past them not liking it before it goes to print by sending a fact check.
1: I think that we at least try to circumvent that to an extent by having the premise of our show not be that we are trying to decide (laughs) what is good and bad as much as we are just two dummies trying to eat at every restaurant mm-hmm. in yeah. a city. Which Absolutely. Is...
2: And it's all like personal preference. Yes. I mean, I, w- I don't know your backgrounds, but I'd like to think my palate's kind of refined, but I do not have any credentials really to mm-hmm. be critiquing somebody's food. And I try to come, in, come at it from the approach of this is just my opinion, my personal preference. Because, You know, I run into that too with photos. It's just like the way uh, a photographer edits photos, I might not like the way they edit them, but they love it. You know what I mean? And they have their audience that loves it. Um, And I know people probably might not like the way I edit my photos, so... Yeah, I've just been meaning to,
1: meaning to tell you I'm not a big fan Yeah, here. that's uh, actually
2: okay,
0: why we okay. <laughs> have brought you here today. <laughs> well,
2: Intervention for yeah. me to let leave that up to the
0: professionals. Here's the photo sets, and here's what we would uh, here I am choose that, from these. Here I am, that
2: PR person, <laughs> trying to be good at everything. I just oh. should pick one. <laughs>
0: and can we circle back on that to uh, just just make a quick observation that I'm sure you've never, ever thought of, but uh, you were a, a non-profit public relations so you were in mm-hmm. ppr
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. good There we go.
0: Thank you. She liked yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My My compliment to for you, you. to start pointing out
1: anytime that <laughs> no, no, <the> no. Guest... <laughs> My compliment to you was that she liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I want you to pick up on the implication there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, <laughs> This is all sort of a, that was a leading question because uh, mm-hmm. what happened this week is that a restaurateur who did not like some of the stuff we said about their restaurant sent us a very kind diplomatic message mm-hmm. about that. Wow. And that person, if everything works out, is going to be our guest on the show next week. Oh, that's exciting. Which I'm pretty, that's exciting. I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, there's yeah. like
2: a right way to, to go about it and there's a wrong way. And it's yeah. awesome when they do it in a, construct, in a constructive way and they can be a good sport about mm-hmm.
1: it. So I, I'm excited to have that discussion too. Full on be called out. <laughs> <laughs> on Finally. I'll look <laughs> the the turned. Ooh. <laughs> but anyway, Tessa picked the pitch wow. for this week. And yeah. ordinarily we wouldn't do another pizza play- place so close to a previous p- pizza place, but we had an opportunity to do this other thing with this guest coming up and some other ones. And Tessa very generously uh rescheduled for a little bit sooner. So that's why we're mm-hmm. having a pizza place so close to another. Why'd you pick? The pitch before we jump into the history.
2: I'd like to think of myself as a pretty unique individual, you know, but there are a couple basic things about me. You, you know, came
0: for, in on a unicycle.
2: I, I mean, no, actually I came in <laughs> on a Toyota Corolla. Oh, wow, you know? Wow, wow. That's the most basic <laughs> American car you can drive. Mm. But the other basic thing about me is um, I love pizza. It's like my favorite food. So oh, I yeah. figured uh, I know I'm going to love it. And I, again, going with the theme of me wanting to have good relationships mm-hmm. with uh, all the chefs in the area, I wanted to pick something I knew I would like, and I have had the pitch before and just enjoyed it. So I know that I can be um, constructive, but also I know I'm going to love it. I have worked with the pitch before on stories, but it's not one of those ones that I cover a lot. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I could be, you know, kind of diplomatic with this one.
1: Thank you for fully disclosing all that information. <laughs> you can tell I'm
2: a reporter, can't yeah. you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 uh.
1: Let's learn a little bit about the Pitch Pizza and Pub right now. Wow. Baseball season. It comes but once a year and lasts... Like half the year, America's MLB plays 2,430 glorious games, and baseball fans relish the season for its sights, sounds, and smells, including the briny scent of a $10 hot dog held in one hand along with a lukewarm $12 watered-down Bud Light in the other, sitting in the bleachers waiting, waiting, and waiting for something anything to happen. And then the moment finally comes. Up there on the mound stands a man who is himself a bit of a mound. He winds up, looks one way, looks another way, maybe looks back the other way again, and then lets one go. I mean, a ball. He throws a ball. The exciting, inciting incident of every riveting baseball moment is the pitch. This has nothing to do with the Pitch Pizza and Pub in Springfield, Missouri, because the Pitch Pizza and Pub in Springfield, Missouri, is named for another type of field full of dirty beefcakes tossing up all around. Rugby. Rugby, like lacrosse, is a sport only played by Americans in movies. If you try to convince me that rugby exists outside my TV screen, i straight up won't believe you because i have traveled this fair country far and wide and never with mine eyes have i seen anything even hinting at the existence of rugby well apparently it does exist though because brian bevel founder of the pitch pizza and pub in springfield missouri played rugby for 25 years and coaches rugby teams to this day local as in here in springfield missouri rugby Er, rugby. Brian Bevel had been around Springfield for a while before he became a pizza proprietor. His name appeared in the sports page of the news leader dozens of times throughout the '90s, not as a player of the fabled game of rugby, but as a golfer. Brian played in a lot of local tournaments. In 2011, Brian was working as director of operations at Springfield Brewing Company when he partnered with five other investors to buy the brewery outright from Paul Mueller Company. He did the SBC thing until 2016 when Brian and some friends made a fateful trip to Panera Bread. The Pitch's website would have you believe that Brian Bevel and his friends were sitting in the long-gone Panera Bread on East Sunshine, enjoying some of the blandest food imaginable, food so bland and flavorless it must take actual effort to remove the tastes from the food, and they started brainstorming about turning that very Panera space into the perfect rugby pub, and decided that the perfect rugby food would be pizza. And then, as all Panera Bread locations should That Panera Bread location closed. Brian Bevel left Bruco, took control of the old Panera space, and remodeled it into the Pitch Pizza and Pub, a minimalist, modernist family restaurant tastefully decorated with memorabilia from Brian's long, storied, alleged rugby career. The pitch finally opened in spring of 2017. In January of that year, Brian Bevel told the Springfield Business Journal that he wanted the pitch to, quote, be a social place that you could go that didn't feel like a country club. East Springfield is starting to really blossom with independently owned restaurants, and I wanted to be part of that theme. Brian worked for months with a local chef from Springfield Grocer Company to get the pizza crust just right. And to avoid what he calls creepy ingredients, Brian sources as many of his toppings as possible from local farms, Terrell Creek, Millsap, Urban Roots, and others. Sounds like a real home run. It seems like diners agree, since when Springfieldians swing by the pitch, it doesn't strike out. The restaurant has become something of an east side staple. In the fall of 2018, the pitch added a second location, kind of. They opened a food truck in the backyard of popular Galloway Brewery 4x4. So now you can cram pizza and bar snacks down your gullet while accidentally getting wasted on craft brews with insidiously high ABVs, something it's basically impossible to do if you're drinking the amber water they serve over at the Hammonds Field during a Springfield Cardinals game. All right, I guess there's only one thing left to say, and that's play ball or play rugby. Oh, put me in code. I'm ready to play today.
0: Put me in code. I'm ready to play today. Andy, excellent bio. Thanks.
1: I liked some of the jokes in there. I thought Just it was making it myself. Yeah, it was wonderful. Absolutely, <laughs> it's one of those times where I have to fill. I feel like I have to fill fill the time because there's really not that much information out there about, about the <laughs> person and what is out there is not that exciting to be honest. <laughs> anyway, the pitch. Had you been there prior to the visit this week,
0: Dan? I had never been there. I don't. I don't know that I had even heard of it necessarily. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure I glanced at it on our master list of. Restaurants in Mm -hmm. the Springfield area that we're just ticking off one at a time, trying to get to the very end of it so we can release this burden.
1: I love the burden. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I had been a couple times maybe right after they opened and I sort of thought the aesthetic in there did it match the food to me. Like it's like a modernist and minimalistic gray and white and black, like that kind of thing. And like the rugby theme sort of didn't jive with that in my mind a little well, and they this don't support sense? your rub-
0: rugby club mm-hmm. your rugby doesn't exist so that's gonna be like that's I gonna don't, be kind of a rub to you i don't believe in, in rugby. there i don't believe rugby, the other rugby teams yeah. that you're d- d- very definitely against.
2: a front for something <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> well i just i had a hard time personally making sense of the whole aesthetic of the place that's no like criticism of the actual place it's just me walking in and like not fully getting it 'Cause to me like a rugby is like a rough, dirty sport yeah. and this place is very clean. Like,
2: what you want? You know, <laughs> I, want it,
1: I want it to be clean, <laughs> I want it to be nice. Like this did, I don't know, it was weird. It didn't feel like a like a rugby bar to me. Not that I have any real conception of what a rugby rugby
0: bar should be. It's like a weird pizza place pub mix too. Mm-hmm. Like a sports bar, which I, I just immediately associated with pizza and only ordered pizza sure. and some sides. But I, they they have a lot of other pub style offerings on their menu they too. And it seems to be going for a whole sports bar thing. Well, I did take out, and I also
1: did the four by four truck location, which they oh, cool. have, mm. which is yeah. I'll talk about that a little bit also. And but well, whenever you walk into the pub location, there are two separate entrances: one for the bar slash pub area, and one for the main dining area. So they've kind of have it delineated in that way. And I think the pub might be a fun place to go. If you were into watching sports, it could be a nice place to go hang out. Uh, The dining area is just kind of a pretty typical big open dining area uh, with a really sleek interior design.
0: Yeah, I just walked mm-hmm. up to the bar every time mm-hmm. to get yeah. my pickup food, so I didn't get a good yeah, look I, at it.
2: the first time I had been there, uh, my husband and I took it to go, and we had a picnic at uh, Sequoia, si mm. and you know it's not too far from there. Yeah. So I I didn't so pay a whole lot of attention, but
1: you what? you went to the real pitch location, yeah,
2: and In, then went and
1: took it to a park that is right across from actually, the street. It truck. wasn't <laughs> open yet. It oh, wasn't okay. open gotcha. yet.
2: Uh, yeah, and so. Uh, did that, and then this past time, I just sent my husband in. He's my gopher boy.
0: Sure, yeah. Yep. I, I'm a bit of a gopher boy for, for my long-time <laughs> girlfriend. So. Yeah. And okay that that cord's unplugged. Oh. Is the it, computer going to power off? I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I noticed it <laughs> him over and again. It probably went
1: a bit, it would have been fine, but I'm glad you said
0: that. Wow. We're not in the... High end studio atmosphere of the Hammonds Tower Mm -hmm. with our master board,
1: sleek and modern. Mm. The sixteenth floor. Maybe that's why I didn't didn't care for
0: the pitch interiors because they just reminded me of working. Now our bonus episodes, uh, which you can subscribe to for five dollars a month, you get two of those, half of which that money. Is going to go to Ozarks Food Harvest. We record those right on the other side of this wall here mm-hmm. in Andy's mm-hmm. office area. He's got an all right recording set up as well. Cool posters. So that's three different spots that we record. Old these. flea market couch in there, mm. got flowers on it. Did it's a live gold. stream in the kitchen once. Uh huh. That was fun.
1: Anyway, <laughs> the pitch pizza and pub. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the food. I tried a lot. Wow. And part of that is because Dan and I didn't do a great job. Well, dan did a good job of communicating what he
0: got i figure if i'm the first person to tell you that whoever says that they got the item first they lay claim to it so andy had not told me yet that he got the what he got and well what happened I just once you <laughs> right. sent it
1: to me and then i went ahead and got those pierogies because i forgot that you had already tried them sure and then i didn't send you what i got the second time and you doubled up and got wow. the same thing, and so anyway, I went back, not happy to say that I spent over a hundred dollars at the pitch. Uh, wow, well, <laughs> I, I
0: definitely spent a good amount. So I tried three different trips. pizzas and one one appetizer. why why do we do this to ourselves? We don't we don't have to.
1: No, like it's like literally our problem. You could start
2: freelancing like me just to pay for your food. You know, some people pay for honeymoons to as a freelancer. You guys could just. Pay for your food.
0: Mm-hmm. Does that we, mean I'm gonna have to write something? <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> uh, Freelancing—that's when you do stuff for free, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing <laughs> yes.
0: here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you, how how you expect us to get anything paid for uh, <laughs> if the Lansing is gonna be free. Uh, that's like
1: whenever you you're an amateur jouster, right?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. If you want to further like expand on it, then yeah, it <laughs> uh, would be like that. Did you ever watch a knight's tale? <laughs>
0: yeah, good movie. Yeah. man, they're doing the classic rock in the way, way olden times before they had any of that stuff <laughs> and wasn't that fun
1: Speaking of a night's tale, let me tell you about a night I had when I went to the pitch. Wow <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's get into what we ate. I guess we should probably start with uh,
0: appetizers. anybody try any of the apps? They got a lot of apps yeah, here. a lot of different really stuff place. and uh, pretty eclectic grouping of apps some some weird stuff on indeed
2: mm-hmm. i got the brussels sprouts mm. which mm. i loved um i have the menu pulled up here it's brussels sprouts potatoes bacon lardons which i had to google you'd be surprised at the amount of times as a food writer i've had to google things oh you no those doing are this... bacon
0: cutting little matchstick yeah, like uh, no, d- 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 we've done some googling ourselves yes
2: <laughs> as a full-time <laughs> freelancer you think i would get it by now because i've been doing it for a couple years now but Um, They're tossed in sea salt with fresh garlic and topped with Terrell Creek goat cheese. Mm. And let me tell you, I love some Terrell uh, Creek goat cheese. I actually got to do a feature story. uh, I think it was last summer where I photographed and um, did the story for Beast. And it was so fun. I just... Love the goats there. They they act like dogs. <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're so sweet. They were like trying to eat my like notes notebook and uh, it was it was funny.
0: Well, they're so smart making yeah. that cheese.
2: I know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they they run the farm. <laughs> uh, no, but I think
1: in Dan's head, goat cheese is cheese made from cow's milk,
0: yeah. but the goats oh, make. it. Well, the goats oh, okay. milk yeah. the cows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then they do the the butter churn which i assume is a process that mm-hmm. is involved in making <laughs> Jeez, with their go first know. you must make butter yeah
2: <laughs> i would have loved to have turned that in
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but yeah i i just thought the brussels sprouts were charred really evenly all around and um you know personally for me i can never get enough goat cheese though and so i could have gone for a tiny bit more goat cheese but i will say it probably would have masked the other flavors too much. I think sure. it was the right amount of goat cheese. And goat cheese is also one of those things, either you love it or you hate it. So if there's a ton of goat cheese on there and you're not the biggest fan, I could see how that could be a problem. But maybe I really you just shouldn't order it. I don't like goat it.
0: cheese. Yeah, yeah, I was going <laughs> to order the Brussels sprouts, but I uh, decided against them, even though I will willfully order things all the time with uh, things on them that I don't like, either because I didn't read it fully or just uh didn't care but yeah goat cheese the way it hits me in like the back of the the nasals mm. I'm sure i've <laughs> said on the show before the similar problem problem with blue cheese mm. yeah just don't yeah i'm
2: i'm not as much of a fan of blue cheese it has to be prepared the right way with the right things and, and then i'll love it but uh goat cheese i do like and yeah. so again i think it was You're the, wrong dan right. someday
0: someday you know that's <laughs> i'm hoping someday yeah I like it.
2: I think it was the right amount of goat cheese for the normal consumer. But for me, I can never get enough of Terrell Creek goat cheese. Yeah, so.
1: it's really delicious. It shows up on a couple things that I'm going to talk about here later. Mm-hmm. Dan, tell us about an app you tried.
0: Oh, boy, Andy. I only had the one, and you also had it, it sounds like. Uh, the potato cheese pierogies. Mm-hmm. These bad boys are potato and cheese mashed up real fine, like uh not not real fine, of course. A uh, very smooth. <laughs> a a nice smooth smooth, creamy yeah. mashed potato. Smooth filled cream inside. All. uh <laughs> <a> little uh, <laughs> a little per- pierogi hot pocket. Gonna <laughs> be right past that. <laughs> I like these a lot. They were served with the creamy jalapeno cilantro sauce, the mm. CJR sauce, I think is What it's called elsewhere on the menu. Mm -hmm. I thought that sauce was a little weird, but I did. I liked that they. It's a bold sauce, you know. It's got chunks of jalapeno in there. It's definitely pretty spicy. It's a bright green because of that cilantro, and I. I liked it just fine. I liked the pierogies just fine. I actually had them reheated Mm. in in the old toaster oven the next day, and they were excellent. Uh, Yeah, came with a good amount for eight bucks. Probably. At least eight, may- maybe ten in there. Yeah, I think you're eight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I-, I thought this was fantastic. A great little side. I thought they were a little dry on
1: the outside. Like the moment you bite, you encounter the moistness of the potato on the inside. It's really rich, buttery, smooth. Sure, one might say like a smooth cream and all. Mm. <laughs> mm. Give me something. Mm. <laughs> Dessa n- does she doesn't like this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh... Uh... <laughs> Uh, these were good enough that I'm a little surprised we don't see more like savory dumplings as a bar snack. Mm-hmm. Um, now I describe these pierogies as eminently dippable. They're begging for a dipping. Mm. Uh and the dip they come with is that creamy jalapeno cilantro sauce. Now, I like this sauce a lot. It doesn't really have any jalapeno flavor. I don't know if you did you notice how it I thought mine, mine had a good yours? amount of fa- jalapeno oh, flavor, actually. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it had much cheat to it at all. It actually, tastes more like a cucumber ranch to me, although it does have like sprigs of chopped cilantro in it, which adds some which adds some body to the creaminess, gives a little texture, kind of like a spinach artichoke dip texture with the uh, little shards, shards, <laughs> little shreds suspended I, in this in the sauce.
0: Originally, I thought it was some kind of artichoke.
1: Yeah, dip. it's a good sauce. Would love it on a pita wrap, maybe something summery with like some poultry or fresh vegetables or fish or something. Didn't make any sense to me with the with the potato pierogies. It's served mm. on the gyro.
0: It, oh, on it the is? gyro pizza. Excuse okay. me. So so that's got like sliced steak and that sauce. Uh, so it's it's strange that you say pita. It makes a lot
1: of sense to me in that context. But like these flavors, both of which were really good, clashed for me. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of weird wish i had some kind of vinegar wish it had some, some kind of vinegar based dip with it maybe some with a little bite to it mm, i love
2: a good bite of yeah
1: um, i like the progies, love the dip just didn't care for them together that's sure. all hmm. uh but that was a really interesting experience uh, that's feeling feel like that's common to have a dip mismatch
0: yeah everything about this appetizer was just not what you would expect from uh like a pizza pub restaurant but uh Hey, this is this is the, the pitch, baby. It's it's rugby. <laughs> and we're we're not doing it like the other places. We're not following all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh,
1: boy. I tried two more that I have to talk about. Wow! Ooh. One mm. of which is the Italian nachos, house made pizza dough chips topped with sausage, black olives, Roma tomatoes, pepperoncini's. Alfredo sauce and a pesto. I
0: ordered this without the black olives because I am not a black olive fan. Nice. I would have also done that. Not a black olive fan. How I about yourself?
2: I love black olives. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I am an olive fan.
0: You would probably really like this with the black olives
1: then. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not, let's just get this straight. It's it's not pizza dough chips. This is a pizza that has been sliced up into squares and then just piled up, Mm. which is totally Mm fine. But on top of the pizza has been poured a hefty amount of Alfredo, like very thin Alfredo sauce. Mm -hmm. When I think Alfredo sauce, I think of it as being pretty thick and creamy. This is a thinner Alfredo sauce kind of poured over the top and then some very delicious pesto over the top of that. Um, This was awesome. This was so good. This was like something I could easily eat as an entree by myself. Uh, we haven't really gotten into the pizza yet, but like their pizza is really good. And this mm-hmm. was their pizza just in a different form. Yeah, and their Sounds pesto really unique. Mm, their yeah. pesto was delicious, and I could, even though I just said I could eat it as an entree. If you know, this was a time whenever we were eating outside together with the group. Mm-hmm. Um, should, if this place had a patio, be a great place to go with people in your germ bubble mm-hmm. and sit around and get a bunch of stuff and try it for sure.
0: Well, you can eat outside in front of the uh, the like. What's the greeting card store? Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> I kept wanting to say Harland Williams. The comedian. I know. Yeah. I <laughs> couldn't go. I, I just had Hall.
1: Also tried IPA battered onion rings. Wow. Which were fantastic. Mm-hmm. These are some of the best onion rings that I have tried for this show. I think you texted me about those. In 11 episodes, I certainly did. Mm-hmm. I interrupt a conversation with someone to send you and I don't know how you feel about mm-hmm. bad language. That, Tessa, that, that, what but, did, the, what uh, did that text say? That onion, that, that this text <laughs> said these onion rings. Okay, well, Ooh. my <laughs> cell phone filters out explicit language we like need
2: that. to so. put a disclaimer. Yeah. If you're with oh, kids it'll be bleeped out. In the car, <laughs> it'll be plug their ears or turn this off. <laughs>
0: what a great date uh, that must have been.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went there uh, with somebody. This person's a freak. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Total freak. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's wow. move on. Uh, okay, no
0: explain, no explanation. No, just okay. a,
1: just a full on freak show. Wow. Uh, let's move on. Let's get into the pizza.
0: What'd you try, Dan? Pizza-wise! Wow. Oh, I'm up first? Ooh. How, how incredible. Finally, some recognition on this show, which I helped co-found. <laughs> and, and Andy, he barely lets me do anything.
1: Yeah, we got in a bit of a fight about <laughs> Dan being a sidekick.
2: Do I need to leave for a few minutes? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was defending
1: Dan's honor when someone online referred
0: to Dan <laughs> as a sidekick.
2: Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah, yeah the, the, the fake... Twitter account for our podcast is a uh, I, I don't know. I, I have nothing to say about it. Sidekick Dan. Oh boy. It's very funny. <laughs> I tried three different pizzas. Mm. Uh, guess I'll just start out with the pepperoni which I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Had some big fat pepperoni slices on it. Real, real giant guys but this will be basically my one complaint about any of their pizzas to spoil all my experience. I really like their pizza. But there was one piece of this pepperoni pizza with nary a pepperoni to be found. Mm. Like a lot of the pepperonis mm. were kind of in between slices. So you'd get half of one, but it's fine. There's huge, like mm. little saucer pepperonis. But there's one piece that was just a cheese pizza slice. But it was a pretty good cheese pizza, uh, to be honest. I I really enjoyed it. It was just their standard three-cheese blend with mozzarella. Uh, I'm sure we'll all get into the uh, dusting of, like I think, cornmeal on the bottom Mm -hmm. of these pizzas that gets all over your fingers and is charred black by the hot oven. Only one choice of crust here. You don't get a choice between thin or home-style, anything like that. It's just the one. Mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly how to describe it. It almost reminds me more of a flatbread pizza than any kind of rising dough pizza. But yeah, I thought the pepperoni was lovely.
2: Yeah. The, for me, the crust, I like it because it's not quite a thin crust pizza, but it's not thick crust either. Like it's not as flimsy as every piece of the crust. Like there's uh no
0: like big hunk of crust left over at the end. And a lot of these pizzas, they're cheesed all the way to the very edges of Mm -hmm. the pizza. So, I mean, kudos. Yeah. Tell us mm-hmm. about one of yours.
2: So I only ordered one pizza. It was the margarita pizza. Which oh, we
1: thought you were a pro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, well, well. You didn't comp my food. We didn't. <laughs> Some I'm sorry. You, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but I got the margarita pizza, and that's just my favorite pizza. It's a good go-to. I just love fresh basil. I love a good, you know, fresh tomato on top. And uh, I'll be honest, at first when I ordered this, I, again, you know, we talk about maybe not always reading the menu very closely. That's me with pizza, especially when I'm hungry. I was so hungry at this point. I just decided, oh, margarita, there we go. Didn't really read much of the description. It comes without marinara sauce, which is interesting. Whoa. I'll admit, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, no, this is not going to be good. Because I'm one of those people who just... I would rather have more marinara than cheese. Mm.
0: I think just, mar- margarita is a saucy pizza, yeah, too. Like uh, it's about the sauce. Mm-hmm. The margarita. And, uh, and
2: so, yeah, again, I'm no expert. Maybe traditional margarita pizzas from Italy don't have sauce. That could very well be a thing. I, um, I wouldn't be surprised. So again, I did some Googling. I wasn't able to find a clear answer if that's pretty common, but anyways, I will say I was pleasantly surprised if, if for someone to impress me without marinara on a pizza, that, that has to be, they, they have to be pretty talented, I'd say, because it um, had so many other flavors. And I found that the lack of marinara actually helped me taste the other things Mm. in it more. So again, I talked about how I did like the crust. um, wasn't too flimsy, wasn't too thick. And, It's drizzled with a garlic olive oil, which really, um, really pops in it. And because there was no marinara, I was really able to enjoy the fresh basil and the fresh tomato on it more. You can really tell tomatoes are in season right now, just because the tomatoes were great. I don't know where he sources them from. And I thought the basil was just the right amount of cooked. Um, I hate it whenever they put the basil on too soon and it's just like dried basil by the end of it. It still tasted fresh, but not right off the plant fresh. So. Mm I was um, impressed for sure. One thing I've always thought was pretty cool about the pitch. Now, again, you can tell I'm a reporter here because I have not fact-checked this. <laughs> but um, a friend told me, you know, he normally eats gluten-free. And the crust there doesn't bother him because it's imported from Italy. The flour. The yeah. flour is yes. imported from Italy. I have heard that the flour, you know, in Europe... Doesn't bother peop- some people as much who are more sensitive to gluten because there's less gluten per grain mm. or something about the way they spray the uh-huh. the wheat.
0: I mean, we love gluten over here.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm a gluten fan, so that's kind of cool. And I did, um, wh- I did try to look it up to see if I could find straight from the source that it was imported from Italy. But I did find a Yelp reviewer who said that it was imported from Italy, zero, zero grade. So I think that's really cool that he goes to that much effort to make his pizza that good.
1: I definitely saw an article that mentioned that. Okay, good. And I read a bunch. Um, I know Vivian wrote one at one point. I read one you wrote. But Brian Bevel, the founder, developed the recipe with someone from like a associated grocers or something. Okay, nice. So he worked with a chef for months trying to get the... They worked to get it just the way they wanted it. I wonder and if they use Jake's ratio. Highly <laughs> doubt it. This is a whole thing where we don't need to get into it again. I can tell you, remind us we'll tell you after the okay, show. Okay, I do want to know cuz Drake Tillman no, Jake. Oh, of Jake's Jake. Vegan okay,
2: burgers. because uh, I do like Drake Tillman's pizza a lot too. Oh. I don't know if he's doing it anymore, but he had via SGF for a while, mm-hmm. and I just loved his pizza.
1: We tried Margot for a bonus episode mm-hmm. uh, two or three months oh, ago. God. I believe it was the last place we went before all the restaurants wow. shut down.
2: Yeah. I know. I'm excited for I- Emilia though, mm-hmm. and I am fingers crossed he's going to have pizza on the menu because I know it's going to be very Italian, Can't traditional wait. Italian. Willie,
1: so. anything he makes
2: yes such a good guy one of my favorite chefs in the area
1: we gotta get him on three pigs pizza is one that i tried wow uh marinara sausage shoulder bacon and crumbled bacon i was wondering what is shoulder bacon Hmm. and it's Mm. topped topped with scrambled eggs and green onion not the prettiest looking pizza but the scrambled eggs yeah the scrambled eggs made it look just a little weird to be honest i'm just i got a thing about eggs i'm not a huge fan sure and you know uh, really good crust, a lot of cornmeal texture on the bottom. Love that. Maybe some seasoning on the bottom as well, in addition to the cornbread. That's corn also bread. what I thought. I thought yeah. that there, yeah. there was maybe seasoning. The crust flavor itself wasn't particularly strong, but the texture is great. Mm-hmm. It's just a little crispy. It's thin, but it's still resilient enough to easily contain all the toppings. But not at all, not at all tough or overly Yeah, chewy. I don't
2: know if I've ever had a crust like it. It's
1: really you know? special. Fantastic like, yeah. leoparding. Mm-hmm. I looked at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a lot of marinara sauce on mine either, but it was but what, what was there was a little sweet, had a little tang to it. Pretty sure the cheese was just your standard mozzarella, but it was really gooey and melty, and there, there wasn't a whole lot of that on there either. Uh, all the ingredients were portioned so that nothing really overpowered anything else, and you got a little taste of everything. Uh, the meats were really high quality. I know they sourced a lot of the meat locally, if not all of it. Sausage came in those, like, small, thick slices, had just a little zip to it. Turns out shoulder bacon is another name for Canadian bacon. Oh. Mm. Just the pink, you know. Thanks, Google. (laughs) Pink slices. And, well, no, this wasn't Google. This was me looking at it and saying, oh, "Oh, that's what shoulder bacon is. All right. So
2: you didn't fact check it on Google. I
1: didn't fact check it. So
0: can we even be
1: sure? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. But it was pink and had those curly, crispy edges that makes Canadian bacon. So tasty. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a real distinct slight crunch to certain bites. So it was really satisfying that came from that. Mm-hmm. Canadian bacon, shoulder bacon. Uh, the crumbled bacon was oily, a little chewy, not crispy at all, but still worked really well as a pizza topping. I feel like if there hadn't been another porky crunch from another source, I'd have been a little bit more disappointed with the bacon. But as it was, uh, on as far as the composition of this pizza, it worked really well. Um. Not a whole lot of all of these toppings, but there were so many toppings altogether that this was still covered.
0: Mm.
1: And the top layer was of scrambled eggs, which I thought I was not going to like, but it turned out they were really good. They were a little buttery, and they added a richness to this that uh, not, none of the other components really had. Had a lot of toppings, but you could taste all of them. And all the flavors and textures really complemented each other. This was a great
0: pizza. Mm. I was mm-hmm. really happy with this. I all of those specialty awesome. pizzas seem to be well topped. Like mm-hmm. that None of them have just like three yeah, toppings you can on tell them. that
2: they're really well thought out too because i'm so picky with my specialty pizzas i'm usually a build your own kind of person mm-hmm. uh but all these were ones i'm like these actually go well together because usually mm-hmm. when i'm at a pizza place there's like that one ingredient on there that just turns me away from ordering the specialty pizza yeah,
0: yeah they've got just uh like seven or eight different cheeses that they mm-hmm. use different drizzles that are going on things different preps for onions i think there's like regular red onions pickled red onions and caramelized onions so just Mm -hmm. a very in-depth oh yeah pizza craft here speaking of caramelized onions dan what you tell us about
1: the next pizza you got
0: andy should i do the one that we both got yeah go ahead the scrum andy kind of a weird name you think that's a feel like that's probably a rugby term. Mm, Sounds like one. I think so. That's when they, uh, let's see. Oh, you know, I I actually remember this from rugby. That's when they bash their heads together. (laughs) Uh, I think think that's that's that part. Uh, This one's got pesto and Alfredo sauce, sausage, bacon, caramelized onions, and gouda cheese. Boy. Wow. This one is... A sort of meaty surprise there mm-hmm. the that, the sausage and bacon combo is really just man that that is it's so piggy along with the caramelized onions that double dip sauce now we always have to say they're just grilled onions they're not
1: caramelized and that's okay yeah but they aren't they aren't caramelized onions they were nice and grilled though yeah they were good they're good grilled onions I this is a whole thing, Tessa. <laughs>
0: this. Don't. They don't caramelize onions. It takes an hour.
1: <laughs> they aren't doing that.
0: This one, for me, uh, ventured more towards like flatbread territory than any of the other pizzas. The cheese was all the way to the end of the crust. The Gouda was nice and smoky. I love this so much. Like This was just an excellent, excellent yeah. pizza. Wouldn't change a thing about it. I also nice. loved this pizza. Nice chunks of sausage on there. Oh. The Gouda is really the key. Their pesto is really good. I mentioned
1: that for the Italian nachos, but I think with this one, the Gouda is what really takes it over the top because the Gouda melts and adds this creaminess mm-hmm. to it that is just wonderful. This was so good. I wish we had one right here, right now.
0: You think it's you think it's Pantheon-worthy?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'd have to try it again. Sure. I'd have to try it again. Uh, I tried a Supreme pizza on one of my trips, You know, I wound up having to Go several times. You're a bit of a hype beast that way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We've already done this. Sure. We're not going to do this bit again, okay?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I could go for it again. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh,
1: this has marinara, pepperoni, sausage, black olives, g- grilled peppers, caramelized onions, grilled onions, and mushrooms. Also order this without the black olives. Once again, just a great pizza. Mm. We've already gone into like what, has, what makes the crust special. They just have high-quality ingredients. That tangy marinara sauce, though there's not a ton of it. Everything's just portioned out in an excellent way. The mushrooms—you're getting to the mushrooms—big old chunks of mushrooms with some char on them, mm. little smokiness to them. Now, because they were such big chunks, they there weren't they weren't like evenly distributed. There weren't as many mushrooms on there as I might have liked to have. But when you got a big old bite of mushroom, oh, like perfect! This was awesome. Loved this pizza. Got some in the fridge, cold though, if anybody wants to try it.
2: I love a good mushroom pizza. I just, I love mushrooms in general, they're so good. I was like that weird third grader who requested that pizza topping. <laughs> um, oh yeah,
0: like yeah, what it's, third grader wants very on their pizza. For Any yeah. child yeah. to even like consider nephew, liking mushrooms? My nephew
2: also likes it. He's in third grade, so I think it's just uh, in N- the genes. Not
1: to brag, <laughs> but I hang out with a lot of third graders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I teach third grade. Tessa. Oh, you do? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you allowed to
2: say where? Or? Uh, I
1: I could. I'm not going to. Okay, yeah. Um, Tell me afterwards. Sure.
0: And um, the old barn <laughs> down the street. I'm a bit of a Freelance third grade oh, teacher.
2: I see. I see. <laughs> yeah, re, re, Corona's really, really uh, helped your business.
1: No, uh, they mostly like pepperoni. Pepperoni mm. or cheese are the two things that third graders will eat. If there's anything mm-hmm. green on a pizza, get it out of there. Anything resembling a vegetable, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> you must have been a weird third grader is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was... Uh pretty cool for my age <laughs>
0: uh, i wouldn't the use the word slimy weird. vegetable please <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> just think my palate was already getting more refined then you know
1: <laughs> sure yeah it was uh, destiny what were you eating <laughs> in third grade dan oh
0: boogers oh god. <laughs> sorry <laughs> andy mm-hmm. i wasn't eating this in the third grade but i'm just just a couple years out really I uh I just graduated high school last year Tessa. Uh it's just uh He is 28. Really? Wow, Andy. You know, I uh, missed my high, my 10-year high school reunion because Aww. of all this. Oh, you definitely would have gone, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Really?
1: Yeah, I you know, oh, I went to high school. school People time? knew
0: who you were. <laughs>
2: Do I? Is it When did you graduate? What year? Would have uh, been?
0: 2010.
2: Oh, okay. I graduated mm. in 2012, so I still got a few more years. Yep. I was a Parkview grad. Mm. You guys were from around here?
1: Glendale. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this would have been my uh, 15 year. 15 oh, year
0: year. wow. Nice. If and you I, w- you weren't planning on going to that?
1: No. I didn't go to the 10 either. Wow. It was very expensive because I went to Kickapoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kickapap. It was like Kick a was like $100 plus dollars to attend <laughs> <a laughs> our <laughs> reunion. Yeah. And no I, way. <laughs> I was texting with a friend of mine who did go and is now sharing alt right memes online, which mm. oh, not, makes me really yeah. sad. But I was texting with him and he just went and hung out at the bar outside and did not go to our actual <laughs> reunion. So people were coming out to talk to him. Oh, yeah. That that's so (laughs) smart yeah it is
2: oh i don't think i'm gonna go to mine either but you know the people who i um want to stay in touch with i still see you know every now and then so Mm -hmm. but anyways can are we allowed to get into like the stereotypes since we're all why not sure okay settle this for me was the stereotype around when you guys graduated where it was like kickapoo was the kids with the the rich kids with the drinking problems and glinda was the rich kids with the drug problems is that right Mm. or was the other way around Definitely drinking,
0: Kickapoo. Okay. I know Glendale specifically had a thing because of proximity with uh, Springfield Catholic.
2: Oh, and okay. that
0: they, they were considered the drinkers. But I mm. I certainly saw some people do drugs at Glendale. Yeah. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> drinking was such a huge thing.
1: And I was a full straight edge yeah. person. Yeah, no, me too. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was on the cabinet, at Kickapoo. Oh, yeah. Well... I wasn't like cool, and they were like, this, "Get down from there, Andy." My friend that I was in the band with was very popular. Yeah, that's very funny. Cabinets, I get it now. Yes. Uh huh. And he got me on as the video guy, um, even though I nice. wasn't like a person. They actively fought to get like the cool kids actively tried to get one of their friends who had never held a camera before in that position over me, even though yeah, I was a person who knew how with to the do cabinet it.
2: Cabinet kids being the popular kids. I don't it's know. So funny.
0: I was also I, in cabinet. Oh my gosh! Just because I was cool, though. I wasn't. <laughs>
2: <Really>? I didn't <laughs> yeah. try out for cabinet because I was one of those kids where I was afraid of rejection. Huh. So I was just like, "No, nah, I'm fine. I don't need to do that." They're, they all just think they're so cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, know, was vice president things.
0: two years in a row. Nice. You're kidding! Wiped the floor with the uh, kids who like actually wrote. <laughs> Like sincere speeches about <laughs> that's so uh, they wanted uh, to be uh, the vice uh, president. That's awesome like, yeah. about yeah. late epic bacon and velociraptors or some <laughs> stupid garbage <laughs> like that. I,
2: I definitely was not one of the popular kids, but my husband was like Mr. Parkview oh. Chandler Cooper. He um he got like the oh, King Chandler Cooper yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> he got the King like every year, and then he also got prom king. Uh, it is just so funny because wow. he was like the theater kid, but you yeah. just. Nice to everyone i think that was why
1: i was on cabinet and still left high school with a total of three friends (laughs) so um one of the members of cabinet and you'll find out why i don't care about talking about this at all whatever (laughs) this dude brought a whole trunk full of alcohol to the dance like just fully (laughs) we saw pictures (laughs) of it just anything you could imagine like hard liquor beer
2: there Tons definitely happened Park few too.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying this. This is a f- probably fairly common thing. Yeah. So this guy was fully arrested at the dance. This is a guy who was <laughs> on the cabinet, and his parents were very wealthy. And he just came back to school on Monday, and then he went to Pepperdine and is now very wealthy. It's like zero <laughs> consequence, like no yeah. consequences. Um, did you guys hear is...
2: the KY three news story back in the day about the Parkview dance that everybody got kicked out of? Oh no, I wasn't oh. there, uh, but it was a big thing at Parkview dances. Again, I hope no one at Parkview gets mad at me for trashing Parkview, but because I loved Parkview, I <laughs> sure, really yeah. loved going there. But it was just so funny because kids would grind mm. so much at the dances; oh, yeah. they had so much pent-up sexual energy, and so the teachers finally. In the administration kind of finally had it and so they decided to make all these new dance rules like you had to dance with both feet on the ground and like yeah. be like a certain inches apart. The and DJ
0: is still going to play <laughs> get low uh, exactly. is the problem. And so, well.
2: and so they got marks on their hand. It was like uh, you, if you got three strikes you'd get you'd get like a sharpie mark <laughs> on your hand and by the end three mar- three strikes you're out and so by the end of it everyone was kicked out even the cabinet and the cabinet had to come back to yeah. like clean up. It made the news. KY3 <laughs> News. It yeah. was incredible. Uh, it was great.
1: The you know, I've seen some stuff. I've been to music festivals and to this day the most like salacious experiences I've had were at Kickapoo dances. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just uh, people doing stuff out in the open. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Okay. And so the thing
2: tangent. We'll
1: we'll go rate the pitch at some point. Yeah, mm. okay the the music, Dan, you are talking about b- playing "Get Low," and that's mm-hmm. this is that is a song that I always specifically sat. I'm talking about this because yeah. I went to a, a, most of the dances during my senior year. I was never like a big dance score, but it's like, played it's, at every single high school
0: dance since it came yeah, out.
1: Not to brag, but I had a girlfriend 15 years ago. Wow, you know, and I went <laughs> to the dances my senior year, and I was doing the Christian grind, which is where it's just like the the back touches the chest, and that's it. True. Sure uh, yeah, yeah. I,
2: I think if i did ever grind that was which i will not neither confirm or deny <laughs> sure. um, well, we, we don't it have was a checker on
1: premise yeah. as well so. I <laughs> it was the christian grind reveal <laughs> yeah. something and i won't say the person's name but like i did the grind thing at my prom and i was like i was missing out <laughs> 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 this is good <laughs> uh, yeah I, <laughs> that's great i love
2: Love the uh, Christian grind. <laughs> hadn't heard that one. Uh, but you feel this pressure as like yeah. a, a high schooler to to join in.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were all like the administration was already trying to clamp down on this understandably. Mm. I'm like, Yeah, who wants pro, to see a bunch of high schoolers? Yeah, no good. Do Not that, appropriate, no. fully um uh, predatory behavior all yeah. over the place. Just into school dances. Let's have uh, spelling bee for the whole, for everyone instead.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's>, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I think that's the solution. Just don't do it. So, first dance went terribly. Second dance, I believe was LPA or something. The solution Ladies was pay all. exactly. <laughs> solution was okay. Well, we need to make sure the DJ plays the clean versions of all the songs, because that'll help. Now, <laughs> what happened was this DJ, and it was like a professional DJ, because this kick it was like DJ Platinum or whoever would play the the songs and get low's that I remember specifically. He was like, y'all know what comes in. We all know what comes next. Yeah. And he would turn down the volume so mm-hmm. everyone could uh-huh. shout the words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the clean version doesn't matter if you have a man. whole auditorium of high school kids <laughs> screaming the words. <laughs> and uh, I would have to be, I was like, I thought this was hilarious at the time, but I had to be like, oh no, how, how could people do this? <laughs> to like make my youth group friends who are on the periphery of the dance.
2: I love it.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the pitch pizza and pub. (laughs) Wow. Speaking of the pitch pizza, Andy, (laughs) Tessa, Mm -hmm. I got the pitch pizza. You You got another one. I thought we were done reviewing it. (laughs) Oh no, I got the pitch pizza. I think I was just about to launch into it whenever we got into all that. Had to follow the dedict. Something Hmm. we don't uh, get into as much Mm. as often since we're trying to not be
1: theme for that. Didn't it sound like this? (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow it did sound like that Andy <laughs> and how excellent that did sound the pitch pizza of course I had to order it because it has the name of the restaurant in the name of the food mm-hmm. it's a very smart idea I had a hundred weeks ago plus and uh, I have to do it now it great idea oh, pesto pepperoni <laughs> salami pepperoncinis Red onions, fresh mozzarella, (laughs) balsamic reduction drizzle. Boy (laughs) sounding like a broken record here whenever I say. That was the stupidest joke ever (laughs) made on this stupid stupid show. Uh the pizza was really good. I really enjoyed this one. That uh pesto we've all kind of chatted about. The real tasty pesto, the combination of pepperoni and salami, both real big slices. Uh they got a little crispy on there, so you got some texture. Pepperoncini's were nice, and pepperoncini's—I call them pepperoncini's—sometimes mm. I skip the O yeah. in
1: there. I, that's weird because I just noticed the N mm. this time. Yeah, right. Also,
0: yeah, I like it without it. It's because they've got four arrows pointing to the N on the menu. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird. Uh, those were nice and had a little vinegary, kind of pickled taste to them. Um, red onions, real tasty. That balsamic drizzle though on top mm. of the disks of uh, sliced mozzarella the fresh mozzarella as it's called in the old country <laughs> all really really good love love i just love a balsamic reduction i i think i might love the pitch pizza
2: mhm i agree
0: yeah it's real tasty let's rate it mm. how many i don't know
1: how many swings would you rate the pitch ooh wow
0: Hopefully not over three or then you're out.
1: What
0: if they all hit? We only get one hit and then you run to base, Andy. You get multiple at-bats. Like, I've had so many at-bats this week (laughs) at the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) So many. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Man. I really, really, really like the pitch's pizza. Might be one of my favorite pizzas in town. I think mm-hmm. that title still probably goes to Golden Girl. I think they make a pretty excellent uh, traditional American style mm. pizza. But I don't know. As as far as like rugby themed pizza restaurants, it's got to be the number one in town. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna have to give it like four and a half. Yeah, I really, nice. really, really liked it. Tess Cooper.
2: I'm gonna give it a five because I'm a big softy and I love pizza. You yeah. know, it, it was really good. And you know, again, since I do have such a strong love for pizza, I do get pretty mad when I don't like it because I look, I look forward to yeah. it. And I liked this. You know, I dare I say love it. And I, I agree, it is one of my favorites. I, I don't think I do have a really go to pizza place in town, so maybe this might turn into that.
1: Man, yeah, I. I love this. I thought this was was awesome. Um, I think I'm gonna go ahead and say, it's probably like my favorite medium thick crust stone pizza in town Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and well, yeah, you know, you gotta be specific about this stuff. There's one other place that is a a just general pizza restaurant that I think I like more. I haven't had the golden girl pizza dance, so I don't know, but uh, I don't think I can go any lower than a five on this either. Mm -hmm. I thought it was great. There was so much here that I loved. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can emphasize enough just how awesome these onion rings are either. I think I only spent a little bit of time on Mm -hmm. it. They are so crunchy. They have so much flavor. It's an IPA beer batter, Dan. It's, wow. And you can taste it. You can taste the flavor in there. It rules. This was this was great. I am very excited to uh, have the pitch every time I go to 4x4 now, which hopefully mm. be more often since it's really very close and delicious in every way. Wow. Nice. All right. So that's the pitch. I guess that means it's now time for our special guest interview segment, Last Meal. Funny bitch. <laughs>
0: Uh, Mayor Ken McClure. He's of course gotten a hold of me and Andy, as he does.
2: Mm. I used to babysit Weekly. his grandkids. Really, oh, yeah, really. They're well, so sweet. unfortunately,
0: yeah. that has to do. That's uh, connected. Oh yeah, gosh, he, um, does he, he doesn't
1: like the kind of people <laughs> they wound up being, uh, and he blames you. <laughs> they're the
2: perfect kids.
1: Uh,
0: uh, yeah, there's simply <laughs> no other way to put it than what Andy said. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, so gosh. he's decided that uh, execution is a fitting punishment. No. So, um, of course, no, 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 too good a job. He doesn't want anybody uh, else to have the privilege of having you. Okay, as, a, as a, I like that. And he they just texts
1: you again to say that kids. to clarify immediately that. Wow. right now. Yeah, mm. yep,
2: well, wow. they were they're pretty great.
1: I now, think he might be hacking our phones <laughs> so we can hear everything. Not every text is a hack. No, how did he know what we were talking about? <laughs> I mean, most of the text that you
0: send me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Dan. He's gonna kill you, uh, execution style. I didn't know if you knew what execution meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have to, go- to Google it. That's what it means. Yeah, fact check that He's one. He's just gonna hit enter on your code. Uh-huh and uh andy i think he three people i think he let you know how what what the execution was going to be this week and how that was going to go down because he likes to change it up Mm. he's a real sadistic guy that way (laughs) what did he say about that and how tess is gonna go wow he said uh (laughs) he's gonna
1: have you joust but he's not going to let you have a weapon. I uh so it's I be need one-sided. to get him to
2: fact check this again, because you guys seem to be changing the story a bit. So
1: It's almost like we didn't discuss it before. <laughs> I mean, this is not a very good one, Dan. And I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's so my take fault. it up with the
0: mayor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I say to that? Vote. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like the way the mayor's <laughs> killing our guests, <laughs> you need to vote. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tessa. You okay. get one
1: last meal before you're executed by mm-hmm. one-armed joust or whatever. So yep. my,
2: my question on this rule, I know I get to pick a drink. Do I get to pick a drink with each course?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. Wow. And the answer is typically no, but if you did, you can okay. share that. You yeah, get I, one I drink, one, one app, appetizer. One, one drink, one app, one mm-hmm. entree, one dessert. And okay. if you have a drink pairing that you came up with mm-hmm. and would like to share, we'd love to hear it. That's excellent. okay
2: Well, for the starters, I would um, definitely have to go with the charcuterie board from... The Brown Derby Wine Center, ooh, ooh. and I would request it be made by my friend Richard Ling Bartel. He's one of their cheesemongers there. Oh, and he's just so good. I, you know, before um, COVID, they would have the free samples on Saturdays, and it, my husband and I would make like a date out of that. We would, we would go <laughs> back when we were like broke, and uh, and just have at it. And Richard just taught us so much about cheese. And I love, you know, ordering a charcuterie from him because it's like more affordable than even if you would do it yourself. Uh-huh. You know, I spent way too much money making my own charcuterie, but he, he can do it for a good price, and it's just great. And then I would probably want Aaron Rosenboom, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, from Vintegrity Wines to suggest a pairing. He used to be the beverage director at Brown Derby, but I would probably phone him up and tell him what I should have with that. Wow. And then... Um, so, I do choose pizza. Surprise, surprise. You know, I had a hard time choosing, but I think I would want it to be from Millsap. Mm. And since Ooh, it's my okay. last meal, I think I get to eat that portion at yeah. Millsap. Then maybe go somewhere else with some air conditioning. Or it would be in fall. Sure, If yeah. I could just... Yeah, a fall night at Millsap. I
1: miss um, the
0: Millsap pizza
2: night.
1: Yeah, what's I up know. with Millsap? I mean, yeah, you just got
0: in contact with them or something.
1: I didn't get in... I went to their page... Oh I mean spoiler, They are we... still
2: having it and um I know that they do wear masks. Really? Serving it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh,
1: the last I saw was that they... it's, it's outside. Okay.
2: Uh, unless they, right that's changed again, but they were doing it this summer. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, you, you might have more about some, it on the show coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some people um, post that they were there. I have to go with that because their toppings are just so unique. You might have a fruit on it. You might have, you know, walnuts on your pizza. Like, you know, it, it yeah, always surprised it me. It uh good. And, you know, I like the fact that I could have variety and it would be buffet, so I could just eat so much. I I think with that, I don't think this is possible, but maybe I could call in a favor from mothers. I really miss their blush pomegranate Mm. hibiscus special edition. I never had that. It was amazing. But uh, I might sub it for something else, like their tropical IPA, just something with some fruit. I like yeah. a good fruity beer. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not much of a cocktail, or you know, not even much of a wine person. I am more of a beer and whiskey,
0: which is cool. kind of. Have you guys tried the Under the Tower Sour? Speaking no, I of a it. nice fruity beer from a Lost Signal. Oh no! I think it's really good. I've been getting into sours, and it's a nice berry sour, but uh, not too sweet. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like when the sours are too sweet. You know, I decided I'm going to go back there until they find that signal
2: (laughs) good one good one (laughs) that was just for dan (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyways i think now we're into dessert and i would definitely have um this like would just be the perfect finale uh my friend anna davis she's a private chef in the area i don't know if you've heard her name but she's super talented she um stodges which is chef talk for intern ah, uh, or shadow ooh. more like shadowing in a kitchen. She stodges in, you know, Michelin star restaurants all over the world. I got to go to um, they serve
1: tires. <laughs> oh, hacky. Uh,
2: yeah. Pretty tacky. <laughs> so yeah. bad. Uh, she anyways is just really talented, has been trained really well and she makes this a great dessert. And it's funny cause every time she makes my husband and I, a new dessert, we, she'll try to ask, did I top it? Did I top that one dessert? Um, but You know, all her desserts are awesome, but I would have to go with her um, pear and chocolate dessert. It's a pear and chocolate cardamom torte with um, some, like, cream that she makes with poached pear, amaretto flavor, spiced custard, and candied orange. And it is just, like, again, if this is going to be in fall, that would be the perfect fall finale.
0: That's yeah. This and is I, a wonderful talk to him and, yeah. and get it, get it pushed back to fall time. Yeah. Okay,
1: great. If
2: you if you could do that, vote for it. He might um, need
1: his, <laughs> his grandkids. Might need some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to watch oh, between no. then and now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, anyways, I would definitely pair that with a cappuccino from the coffee ethic. Oh, just to hype myself up. For sure. Death. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> you <know. laughs> Got it. You gotta be on
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I love a good uh, cappuccino after a, a nice filling meal.
1: That's a know? great one. You're a really good guest, and we are bringing oh, less than our A game today. Yeah, I think every <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I am pretty intimidating. I'm, you know, stand up five foot two, but I just have <laughs> I <don't> that presence. <laughs> pretty intimidating. When
1: you said that I legitimately was surprised to hear it because <laughs> even though you were only standing in our presence here for about 90 seconds, you seem like you're up. about six foot. <laughs> that
0: that like a five, <laughs> five foot two. My husband
2: is six foot oh, uh, really? five. Yeah. Wow. He was six foot four when we started dating I and then had to grow another inch. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: because you're so intimidating. You had I to, like, know. <laughs> had to do it to keep up. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, so thanks for being here, Tessa. I guess that about wraps up our show for today.
0: Yeah, it I does. I enjoyed
2: c- it. Thanks so much. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, I mean, we really just appreciate you coming. And uh, I mean, if there's anything that you want to plug, it's the end of the episode. Mm. So right now would be the time. And yeah. Uh, oh, uh, th- there's a man approaching. <laughs> from Lurvy Park. From Lurvy Park. From uh, the park back there. Weird.
1: Uh, sir? <laughs> Come on. No, it- you got to like undo the thing on the gate. Oh, he's got a boy with him. Oh, it's
0: it's a man and his son. Huh. A very old man and his son. Uh, I, can we help you? Oh, uh, uh, Nice to be here on the show
1: today. Yeah, it's good good to have you. I mean, it is weird that you just walked into my yard.
0: Well. <laughs> I'm here to talk about sports in the Ozarks. You know, it wouldn't be the fr- th- there's a grill over <laughs> Is here. Ned Reynolds. <laughs> I'm a, oh, you, you, I'm I'm actually Red Ninolds <laughs> And I, I heard you talking about sports over from the the park here. Excuse me, I'm a little winded. I... Red Ninnolds. Yeah, Red Nenolds. Mm. Well, I get confused with that fellow pretty often. Uh huh.
1: We're both the same age. What kind of sports are you you into? Oh, that's
0: funny. You should ask sorry, I'm just catching my breath here from
1: running on the world.
0: I'm quite an old man. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I can see that. Are you Andy or Dan? I'm Andy. I'm Dan. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, nice to meet you, boys. You too, Red (laughs) Nynolds.
2: And I'm Tessa, just so we all know. Oh, Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice you there, Tessa. I am here.
0: (laughs) It's nice to meet you as well, and I'm sorry. Please excuse me. I'm just very winded. What, what's got you so winded? Well, I was playing in the park with my boy and I, I overheard you and you mentioned plugging things and I thought maybe I could make my way over here and plug my radio broadcast. Oh of course.
1: worked somewhat. Uh, we're something of broadcasters ourselves. This is a good place for you to do that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> And I hope it's all right that I brought my boy here with me. He's my little
1: nephew. Wait a second. He looks familiar.
0: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Scotty! Hey, guys. It's me. Oh, hey, Scotty. I'm Scotty Bobo.
1: He's been on the show before, Tessa. He's a cute little guy.
0: I'm a little toddler. <laughs> I'm here with my great uncle, Red Niddles. We were playing in the park. Do you like swinging? I do. It's good cuz that's all you can do at Lurvy Park. Yeah, I wanted to go to a bigger park. <laughs> I said, "No, you'll have to get used to the little park because <laughs> <laughs> the big parks simply too big for old red knittles." And excuse me, I'm just still catching my breath from okay. this long walk over mm-hmm. from Lurvey Park.
1: How you been, Scotty? I'm good. Anything interesting happening in
0: your life? Oh, my great uncle's a bit of a broadcaster.
1: Oh, oh, he's a great uncle. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm his great nephew. It's a real normal thing for great uncles and great nephews to hang out.
2: Oh, what a close knit family. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, the rest of my family's all gone. <laughs> it's funny that where'd, you mentioned that. Where'd they go? <laughs> oh, they went on a cruise recently. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They are all in the Caribbean right now. Cruise rates have never been lower. <laughs>
1: why, why didn't they take you with them, Scotty?
0: I said it seems dangerous. Oh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be on the cruise, and and, and you're gonna get the virus from the mouths of babes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wise, wise little guy.
0: Oh yes, they are wise, aren't they? Well. If you wouldn't mind, I did come for the plug segment specifically. So, just once I catch my breath here, if you wouldn't mind some of the, me telling you about some of the sports we're covering, please. Here during the quarantine on my radio station. What's it called? Z106.7 Radio Cashew. <laughs> oh.
1: I'm familiar <laughs> with this station. Yes. You you know
0: our friend Saul? Oh, is Saul T. Cashew? <laughs> I'm Con- so sorry, Justin. professional. <laughs> I'm a bit of a freelancer <laughs> in that I cover sports in the morning for no pay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds like a, I don't know, it sounds like fun. It's a pretty familiar situation for me.
0: Is it all right if I get into some of these sports? Eating is a sport. Yeah, well that's on
1: my list here. Okay,
0: we've got rugby.
1: No, no, I don't believe in rugby.
0: Cricket. It's
1: like like what we get whenever we tell a joke on uh-huh. the show. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, like the sound of silence. Mm, it's true. Pickleball. Shuffleboard. <laughs> Bocce ball badminton. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of losing my breath here. Uh. Scotty, you mind taking over from Uh. here? Yeah, great uncle. (laughs) All uncles are great uncles in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) From the mouths of babes.
1: Scotty is a real babe.
0: We've talked (laughs) about that. That seems more than mildly inappropriate. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And I would comment on it more If only my breath Would come back to me (laughs) Well yeah, tennis Table tennis (laughs) Ultimate frisbee Frisbee golf Froth
1: What? Wait, hang on, what's froth? Froth?
0: It's like frisbee golf But they're high as a bunch of loony kites. (laughs)
1: Take take it easy. Catch your breath. Don't get too excited. Brad.
0: We got basketball. Softball. Whiffle ball. Volleyball. Speed up now, son. (laughs) Football. Canadian football. American football. It's just the band.
1: So Canadian football, is that like, it's like American football, except that it's the pink and crispy. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: Canadian bacon. (laughs) Oh, boy, am I glad we came. (laughs) We've got football. Soccer.
2: Is this like a little bit to see how long I can let him
0: talk? (laughs) Is that the pit? It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Men's boxing. Women's boxing. Mixed martial arts. <laughs> That's men fighting women. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Kickball. Volleyball. Curling. Hockey. Polo. Water polo Marco polo Micro polo Macro polo NASCAR Drag racing RuPaul's drag race
1: <laughs> Hey, we've covered that
0: Dodgeball Bobsledding Luge Skeleton Nervous system <laughs> figure skating figure scatting, <laughs> fencing shooting guns chess esports e sports olympics paintball paint wall horses <laughs> track horses. field My favorite sport is horse swimming, flying, cartwheels, hoobastank, burpees, (laughs) slurpees, biking, tour de France, tan de France, queer eye, (laughs) beer guy, fear factor, grace under fire, skateboarding, rollerblading. You want me to take over from here, son? <laughs> you must be losing your breath. And I've absolutely caught mine. Skiing <laughs> snowboarding snowboarding. That's just walking in the snow. <laughs> Back flips. <laughs> Front flips. Gainers. Baseball. Rubik's Cube. Hog hey, tying. Dad's good at Rubik's Cube. I'm getting there. Yeah. Cruising, bruising, moving, grooving. <laughs> now, where you say golf?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I don't know, I don't remember.
0: Hoobastank.
1: Yeah, you said that one.
0: Well, that's the full list.
1: Nice. <laughs> wow. You talk about all these on your radio show.
0: Yeah. Um, right here
1: in the Ozarks. This is all local, uh-huh. local sports. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. That you nice. seem like you're probably stretched pretty thin with all that. How, and you have breath problems. Like, how are you getting from one sport to the other?
0: Well, I drive, mostly, but my little nephew, Scotty Bobo, helps me a lot, and I'm sorry, I'm just still trying to catch my breath from that long walk from Lurie's Well, Park.
1: Scotty, how do you help your uh,
0: great uncle? I mostly read the list of sports when we do plugs. Oh, okay. Because he <laughs> is out of breath. Cool.
1: Look good for you. Yeah. You seem like a really good little nephew. Is there anything else we can do for you? <laughs> can we get back to swinging?
0: Please. Please let me get back to swinging. <laughs> well, that was a good segment. Yeah. I,
1: yeah, I agree. Real good.
0: <laughs> you boys are nice, and Tessa, you seem great too.
2: Thank you. You as well.
1: Very
0: tolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Bye. Bye. Wow. Oh. He's just slowly making his way. Yeah. <laughs> they they oh, were really? barely be I think, think we the need point. to
2: follow the three block rule before mm. we say anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be
0: a while then. Mm. <laughs> I'm so surprised we didn't see them approaching while we were reco- recording. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just so engaged in this
0: conversation. at snail's uh, pace, yeah. they yeah. must have been moving. Uh but uh Tessa, you were about to plug something.
2: <laughs> well, if you have made it this far, um past that segment uh then uh i guess i'll just ask you to follow me on instagram i guess that's how i'll plug myself um uh, my instagram is at tessa j cooper so it's t-e-s-s-a-j and then just cooper and j it will be letter.
1: We'll, we will tag you in all the posts and everything as well Thanks. so it'll be very easy to find thank you so much for coming doing the show tessa no, yes thank fun. you yeah, true. appreciate it
0: um, so much fun <laughs> It truly is usually better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like just a cop out of a thing that we no. would say, but uh, I think
1: I believe it this week. <laughs> Listeners are not going to hear the part where I had to just pause for seven minutes trying to remember something that I was saying. Yeah, I was really
0: hoping that you would figure that story out by the end of the episode here, but uh, I guess no one will ever know. Should we talk about
1: the controversial topic, Dan, that we didn't mention Sure. (sighs) Yikes. You can opt out, or we can (laughs) cut it if you need to. Uh, But the pitch is not observing the mask mandate.
0: uh, Well, Well, I I mean the owner of the pitch is not observing the, the mask person baby. that
1: I went in and got my food from at the bar. The first visit was not wearing a mask.
0: Oh, either. really? See yeah. all of my visits, uh, all the employees beyond the, mm. the owner were, yeah. were masked well, up. My but
2: that's interesting because yeah, my husband usually tells me when someone's not wearing a mask inside because one pizza place that shall, I don't know, I kind of want to name it. I don't sure. really believe in secrecy during a pandemic. I mean, we but, just sure. 5 the uh,
0: non-observant yeah. business. Uh, debate, so. So. I loved the, the, the food. The
2: Big Slice wasn't wearing masks. Okay. Um, mm. was not before, as good pizza. This was before the mandate, though, so hopefully they're wearing it now sure. that there's a mandate.
1: This was last night, and not only was he not wearing a mask, I, took up my f- I just held up my phone and brazenly took a picture of him sure. not yeah. doing it.
2: Yeah, we've definitely been those uh, citizen police yeah, uh, we've, we've emailed that line. We've called it. So
1: He watched me do this, and then he went and just started talking to customers at tables. Like, this was yeah. a totally mm-hmm. normal thing to do. Also, really friendly. I just, like, it just really made my heart sink.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a bubber, because uh, truly, like, not even... It looked like he was just kind of hanging out, talking to people, yeah. and still just
1: chose not to do you it. You know, it's doing like the thing that... <laughs> you're not supposed to do like <laughs> yeah. the exact thing yeah, pretty much spend an hour getting this stuff ready out here today at least this dude can do is wear a mask when he talks to people <laughs> around food drives okay. me insane mm. and I we saved it to the end because I know you know we don't want to damage anyone's relationships or reputations or anything mm-hmm that this bothered me
0: that stuff bothers me too Whoa, he's back. <laughs> he's i had back. barely even stepped we away we didn't notice it
1: yet again oh, i was no. me
0: and Scotty had made it about a half a foot and i got to okay. say i totally okay, agree okay. Anyway. thanks for coming tessa <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yes, thank fun. you so much i appreciate Truly. it
1: i guess we'll see everybody next week
0: bye bye, bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate
1: it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club.
0: Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club
1: is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks.
0: So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause? And get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what
1: I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. (laughs) Springfood Media.